guess who's back back again? <laughs> the the episodes are just skipping over to the the brand new episodes, and you've just gone, oh, okay. What's happening now? We got Loud Luxury and Brando. Yeah. So we had a couple of little teasers as to like who was on. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. We got some messages on Instagram being like, "Yeah, we know what's going down. Why don't you just give us a taste? <laughs> Why have a taste when you can give you the whole meal right now? The great thing is Loud Luxury and Brando have very dedicated followers. Mm. Loud Luxury have done... Amazing music with Brando as well, so that's why we doubled up on it. Obviously. Yeah, well, Loud Luxury did Body with Brando, and that was like one of the biggest tracks in the world. It, it still is one of the biggest tracks in the world. It's an earworm. Like the moment you hear mm. it, you're like, you can't stop hearing it, yeah. even when the song's finished. It's an anthem. It's one of those things that you listen back to and go, "That was a classic track." It's a great, well-produced song. Brando's voice is amazing on it. It's so iconic, and we talk about that in the interview coming up. And it's funny how they found each other. It's crazy that Brando and Lyle Luxury got together, and Lyle Luxury weren't even predicting that this was going to be such a massive hit. They started from from nothing, really. So we moved to Los Angeles from Canada um, in 2015, straight from university. Had no money in our pockets, so it was definitely hard. I was eating a lot of Pop-Tarts. From university to Pop-Tarts. Oh, man, I love Pop-Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were around here in they, Australia they, a lot more. You can get them. You can get them in those dodgy convenience stores. They sell American foods. Oh, yeah, yeah right. It's sugar. It's just sugar. <laughs> it's, it, it's not a breakfast like you should really start your day with. Oh, we can talk about Pop-Tarts all day. I mean, if pop, listen up, Pop-Tarts, if you want to send us some stuff, we'll promote the shit out of it. <laughs> you know what was healthy was the organic nature in which being in LA, Loud Luxury met Brando, mm. which is why we've got them on the same podcast. It just makes sense. Brando talks in the interview about how him and Loud Luxury came to be. I happened to just stumble across Loud Luxury at a French bar here in LA. Met him up later, played them the OG to what Body was, which was kind of like a R&B club track. And that sort of stuff wow. is all from yeah. like... Right place all, at the right time as well. Yeah, know? and all from moving to a place like LA for music, just going to a bar... Mm. Seeing a band play and going up to them, and be like, "Hey, yeah, I think we could do something." That's pretty cool. Oh man, from from then to now, here's our chat with Loud Luxury. We can see these guys right now; they're looking fabulous. I've just noticed that you have you got bikes and things behind you there. Yeah, yes. we just went on a crazy ten mile mountain bike excursion. We made it here just on the dot for the show. <laughs> Appreciate you guys making it. This is awesome. So look, you guys always keeping your bodies in shape. You got yeah. it. You got it. We're we're like uh, we're like crappy athletes, right? Like we're, <laughs> we have to counterbalance all the all the partying and drinking and stuff. That's the way. It's all about balance. It's all about balance. And look, we've been playing body nonstop here. We love that track. Can you tell us a bit about how that all came together? Um, so we moved to Los Angeles from Canada um, in 2015, straight from university. Had no money in our pockets, so it was definitely hard. I was eating a lot of Pop-Tarts. And uh, <laughs> we met Brando at a bar one night. It was like an open mic night and just loved the vibe of what he was doing. Yeah. Asked him to come in the studio and that's how it all started. Dude, I've heard that that's what LA is all about. Like it, it opens up opportunities when you're there, you meet the people and just kind of vibe off people and all of a sudden you're in the studio together and making cracking tracks exactly. like that. Exactly. It's so funny because at the time Andrew was saying we were so broke and I remember he came home that night. I think he was like out on a hike or something and he was like, hey, like we're, we should go to this uh, thing to see a singer later. And I was like, oh my God, like how far is it? Do we have to Uber? Like, we can't afford that. 
And then he's like, no, it's good. It's walking distance. 40 minutes later, we get there. And it was so funny because Brando was the opening act and uh, like all the guitars and everything was messing up. So he like, but, but we sensed the vibe. We're like, these guys are sick. Like, it doesn't matter if the guitars are messing up or like the electrical stuff is like not working. But like, they, they were so good at like singing and performing that. We were like, yo, these guys are a vibe. Oh man, like that's insane how you said you, you had no money to, to kick off with. But now look at the success that one idea can just create and become such a big thing. Like Loud Luxury for me um, is a brand that, will always be part of my sets. Like, I, you know, if I was DJing, I'd be like, oh, what, what should I play next? Oh, Loud Luxury Track. That would be a perfect vibe. Everyone hey. dances to it. Everyone Thank gets you. on that dance floor. And that's why I love you guys because you don't just make stuff that's not, uh, you know... Nothing subpar. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a long overdue link up. Tell us a little bit about Light Gold. So what happened with Light Gold is we linked up with a really good friend of ours that we actually knew back in university. Yeah, we go, we go way back with Frank. So, I mean, it was only a matter of time before we really made something with him. And then uh, Light Gold is actually one of the fastest tracks that we uh, put together. It came came together in like maybe a couple months or something like that. And then um, we, we met Steven uh, in L.A., um, while being here again, another person being in LA. And, um, it was so funny because we were at home working on the track with Frank and, uh, Steven was there and, um, and he comes in the room and he's like, Hey, like, what are you guys working on? And we're just like, Oh, this new track. And I was like, actually, I think you'd sound really good on this track. Like get in the booth. Like we have a booth in our spot. I was like, get in the booth, like screw it. And then he goes in. Tell me you said get in the booth, booth. (laughs) Yeah, I said that, of course. And then, and then, yeah, he we, he cut it right there, and uh, and that was it. Aww. Dude, that's awesome! I love hearing that sort of stuff. You guys took that leap of faith by moving from Canada to LA. All of a sudden, meeting all these people, vibing with these people, and then getting them in the studio and creating awesome tracks like this. Could you ever have pictured your life turning out this way? No, never. I mean, I remember talking about risking it all and moving to Los Angeles. There were so many times where we were so broke, worried that we would have to move home. And all we were dreaming of was just that moment. You know, we just knew it just took one song just to show people what we were about. And then from there, we would just be able to ride the wave and keep building things. And we're so fortunate and blessed to be in that position where we are today, riding bikes out here. (laughs) Well, there you go, man. From being in Canada, Mm. university, using whatever money you've got left, traveling to LA, (laughs) really just believing in yourself. Yeah, man. Meeting an awesome singer like Brando. It just takes off. You just just don't know where it could end up. And this is amazing. What a story. And for Brando as well, he's got his music with Loud Luxury, Body, and then also Yes or No. And he's doing all his solo stuff. So he's obviously, you know, progressing with a great voice. I actually love his voice. Well, he's got... We use that, the term iconic voice so Mm. much, but... He does. He's got such an iconic voice, especially in the dance world. And from chatting to him coming up, I thought he was this new guy. I didn't realize that he was signed to Neo's label. And mm. I, I'm gonna. I, I don't want to tell the story. Let him tell the story. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a uh, it's been a struggle not being able to come out. So <laughs> I was listening to you um, just before we jumped on this call and. Man, the tones and the amazing sounds that come out of your mouth is just incredible. Oh, thank you so much. That's all you, right? You're not like uh, <laughs> yeah, no. another person in there as well. Just um, it's not like yes, yeah, it's, it's not Millie Vanilli. <laughs> 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 no, no, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know exactly how how the tones happen. You know, just over time, I guess you get older and you get more more gritty, more vibrato, more you know 
more dynamics in your voice and yeah, I'm not not exactly sure how it all came together, but I'm I'm glad it did. <laughs> I mean, you do have such an iconic voice. You really do. The moment the email came through, I was like, "Hell no!" I'm waiting to. I'm like, "Damn!" <laughs> Would you say now is the true peak of your career, like in terms of how far you're you're heading? Where you where are we moving to next? What's your what's your zone? Yeah, yeah, I, d- I definitely say it. It for sure is in, in terms of creative output. Um, in terms of just being able to release my own music and and have an audience that's receptive to it, uh, so for sure it's definitely um, definitely at the point that uh, you know I kind of I'm loving where I'm at, I'm loving what I'm putting out, and I'm just looking forward to doing more in the future and just growing from there. Sorry, I said peak. Now this is by no means the peak. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, I just thought about it there. I'm like, man, you don't believe this, Tony. This <laughs> no, isn't no, no, the peak, bro. <laughs> so we chatted to the Loud Luxury Boys. Okay. Yeah. And um, we were talking about LA and how that all works and right. how they met you at the open mic night. Right. Is that kind of how music has always worked for you leading up to now? It's it's kind of, yeah. has it always been such an organic way? You meet someone at a club or you meet someone somewhere in the studio and just go. I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough that my dad's always been in the music business so uh when i was growing up i was able to get into studios and get into sessions and learn how to write and record tracks you know hit the vocal booth all that kind of thing early on um so that was definitely a, a leg up for sure but then all everything that kind of happened afterwards in terms of professional development and meeting a lot of luxury and really getting into dance music and and growing from there is been just bizarrely organic <laughs> you know the whole process has been crazy because um body was like the first dance song i ever made because prior to that i was in like r&b pop and i was signed to neo at the time so i was really just in that lane and i happened to just stumble across my luxury of this funny little french bar here in la uh and they liked my performance i thought it was garbage it was one of the worst performances i've ever done but they they loved it somehow they thought my voice was great so I met him up later, you know, played them the OG to what Body was, which was like kind of like a R&B club track, much, much different, but same, same top line. And from there, you know, they just flipped it and that was the first dance song. And then from there, I just kind of got used to going to dance festivals, meeting dance fans, you know, doing dance interviews and everything just kind of, my whole life became dance all of a sudden. And, and then I signed to Armada and... It's just been, it's been a crazy, crazy experience ever since. Brando, man. Brando. Yeah. It's amazing to think you go from like a local stage at your, your you know, at, at your bars and, and, and going from there to, to performing maybe on like MTV or where, you know, he's doing massive things with the Loud Luxury Boys and himself, obviously, as a solo artist as well. The thing that surprises me is like, I didn't know who Brando was. Yeah. But he's there doing that circuit in mm. America and... LA and just smacking out some tracks non-stop mm. but it takes a track to gain traction yeah until you all of a sudden are an international name yeah and he has that aura about him like he you see him if you look at his socials as well he's just he has that stardom quality already like it's just like oh he's, oh, he's yeah. awesome the social side of things and then also being able to Actually, just be a great musician. Mm. Like, you know, we keep on using the term iconic voice. Like, he does have that, but it's not... That takes years to develop. Mm. 
And he's done that. He's, he's done his hard work, like working through the scene and doing his small little gigs. And now I hope once all this COVID stuff wraps up, I hope that we can get him get out him here yeah, and, yeah. and actually chat to him and be like, dude, I want to understand your full story. Because that's only a snippet. Yeah, well, it'll be exciting if he comes to Australia. We have to get him in. It'll be it'll be great to just you see him perform live. For sure. And, you know, get him in the studio as well. Just It's amazing to see all these artists in the studio working hard, especially, you know, the guy, especially who we have coming up in our next podcast. Yeah, Brittany Maggs, Australian singer-songwriter from here in Sydney. And she's another one that is just, she works so hard. She's there in the studio she's there recording covers online and if you don't know who britney mags is check her out like Mm. she has such an amazing vocal style for someone so young and she's very dedicated as well every time i see her she's always doing stuff in the studio and yeah she speaks about it as well in her episode the writing process and being in the studio um i just find it so like it's intimate like you're just telling all your deepest darkest literally every thought that you've ever had putting that into a song so yeah no i love the studio i could sit there for days if you let me yeah see when she's in the studio she puts her heart and soul into it and that like that's to me that's musicianship yeah i was chatting to a friend about this the other day if you truly are a musician, you really connect with the music mm. and really put your heart and soul in it. And Britney Mags is someone that does that. I'm really excited to chat to her. Well, that, and that's the thing. And we are going to chat to her about all of this. But I think, you know, as well as that, it's the content that she puts together. It's the marketing behind it all. And, you know, it does take a lot of time. There's a lot of time spent behind it to make sure that the listener also can view the artist and be a part of that artist's life. And Britney Mags is the perfect example of that total artistry, like, image. And she has the voice to back it as well. The full package. The full package. So yeah. I can't wait to chat with her in the next episode of More Than Music. More Than Music.